What is this? Give me that. We don't need one of these. You are listening to Lawson and Amy. Unscripted. Good morning, Casey. Thank you once again for tuning in and listening to Lawson and Amy Unscripted. And a big welcome to our podcast listeners as well. Good morning, Amy. Good morning. Happy Tuesday, everybody. Coming up on today's show, just a casual segue there. A group of friends who took Taco Tuesday to a disturbing extreme. The fast food chain that is going to help you level up your wedding. And Trump has waged war against something responsible for taking US citizens' lives. But it's not what you think. We've got a jam-packed show, so stick around. You are listening to Lawson and Amy. Unscripted. Amy, are you okay? You know what? Yes. That is very good to hear. This week it was Are You Okay Day. Once a year, Are You Okay Day. Very good uh, at, you know, bringing to the forefront mental health and making it okay to not be okay. Which is really good. I'm not taking away at all from the day. I think it's a very important day. Uh, But I do believe that... I do believe... No, I I do believe that it shouldn't just be brought down to one day a year and almost... And this is my own opinion, nobody else's. I almost feel like if on that day you're getting an Are You OK, it's great. But it also kind of feels like it's not really... What's the word? It could feel disingenuous. Yeah, disingenuous because do you actually care? It's just, I mean, it's a nice reminder on that day and definitely do ask your friends if they are okay. But more importantly, ask them on every other day too. Don't, you shouldn't need a day to to ask your friends if they are okay. It's a nice reminder. But, but try and make a little conscious effort to just see how your friends are doing week to week. Every day should be Are You Okay Day. And I guess this is your friendly reminder to check in with those around you. Check in with the people that seem happy. Check in with the people that are quiet. Just check in with people. And if you are out there and you do feel like you need someone to talk to, the suicide hotline is 13 11 14. That's Lifeline Australia. You can always call them if you ever feel like you need to. It's okay to not be okay, as Lawson said, and asking for help doesn't make you weak. You know, I saw something actually, was it today or yesterday, that was quite uh, true, and it was that uh, manning up used to be, manning up used to be keeping it in and not expressing your feelings. Now manning up is the opposite. Manning up is now coming forward and saying that you are not okay, because it it's a lot harder to say you aren't okay and to admit that you need help than to just keep it all inside. I think you are a stronger man if you show your emotions than if you do not. But yeah, again, hope you're all doing okay on this Tuesday morning and every morning, really. Never be afraid to reach out. You are listening to Lawson and Amy. Unscripted. I will use any excuse I possibly can to sway a conversation in the direction 
of Disney. And that is exactly what I am about to do. Throwing it all the way back to episode one, we were talking about the Mulan trailer that had just dropped. It is epic. If you haven't watched it, do yourself a favor. And we got onto the topic of Mushu. Real world it is too, not a... Not- not live action live remake. action that's what I was looking for yes Mushu now, Mushu one of the most iconic characters from the movie we were discussing who we wanted to play the role he's the comedic relief yes really. you need Mushu yeah yep. so Eddie Murphy played him in the original and we were saying we hope and we're praying that Eddie Murphy would reprise the role now if you are unaware of who Mushu is uh, here's just a little grab of him Introducing himself. Who are you? Who am I? Who am I? I am the guardian of lost souls. I am the powerful, the pleasurable, the indestructible Mushu. <laughs> so good. So good. So, Lawson. Yes. This now brings me to the bad news I have to deliver to you. Eddie Murphy's not playing him. Eddie Murphy is not playing him. Well, who have they got to... Who... who... No, it's still going to be like nobody. Will Smith. What do you mean, nobody? Nobody. Mushu is not going to be in the live action remake. Wait, what? Why? I don't know. I've just seen it on the internet somewhere, which means it must be true. Cr- so cr- I don't have facts or any reasoning as to why they would not have Mushu in the live action remake. Maybe it's just too hard to make a live action dragon. No, that is um, that is definitely not the... If they can make... A whole movie of live-action lions, none of which are real lions, they can make a dragon. This is a bad decision by them. This is a poor decision. If you were going to live-action remake Milan, you need to find a way to live-action remake Mushu. You can't have Milan without Mushu. Maybe they've just cut that whole storyline out, because obviously the storyline is that the gods send the dragon to go and protect her. Maybe they're keeping to it being an actual live action, so it's now just a war movie instead of, like, a fantasy? I feel like that's very much the direction they're going. And if you look at the trailer, it's very heavily based on the combat, and it's very action-packed. I mean... It looked that way. You need Mushu. I'm so upset about this. It's like doing Shrek and not putting Donkey in. Exactly. Same actor too. It's but so true. It really, it, it's the highlight of that movie. He's very, very funny. Disney, if you're listening, it's not too late to fix this. You can turn it around. Give Eddie a call. You are listening to Lawson and Amy. Unscripted. Fast food chains be known to, you know, try and get an extra customer here and there with maybe a... Uh, a promotion with a bunch of toys or a new movie coming out. But this next one, Amy, it's probably the first time I've ever seen a, a fast food company stoop this low. <laughs> you say stoop low. I say they have reached their peak. <laughs> we are talking about Colonel Fried Chicken. He's offering a new service. Weddings. Kentucky Fried Chicken is going to be doing weddings. Only in Australia, too. Really? Yep. Only in Australia and only until March 2020 there. I don't think you have to pay for it. Really? Are you sure? Well, look, I read the article. It hasn't given a price or anything and said, uh, like, 
it said for people to apply and they will make their decision or choose a couple of lucky participants by the end of October. Guys, you've heard it here first. I will be married by May 2020. By the Colonel, I'm hoping. Can you apply? Can you please apply for this? Yes, and then honestly, if you are picked, yes. force Daniel into a marriage. So this is what you get in a KFC wedding. It's all the exciting stuff. So included in this unique wedding, a KFC-themed wedding celebrant, KFC-themed photo booth, so guests can treasure the memories, KFC-themed music entertainment, and Kentucky Fried Chicken. Obviously, and served by their food truck. Where it says there, KFC-themed wedding celebrant. It has to be the colonel. It's got to be. You have to be dressed as the colonel. Yeah, I'll be upset if they rocked up as like a bucket of chicken as a celebrant. Like you should be the colonel. Turn around, change your costume, come back. This isn't. This isn't going to work for me. Well, look, I think that it's probably that they're just grasping at straws a little. I don't know. Maybe. They're going under. I think, no, this is genius. (laughs) This is next level. To me, as I said, this is their peak. This screams to me successful. If you can say, hey, look, we'll run your wedding. We will make a KFC-themed wedding. People like myself will be so desperate to get in on that. That, to me, sounds like such a great time. I don't think KFC is going under at all. I think it's quite the opposite. They have solidified their place as the number one food chain. It is making people get married when they don't really want to because you're already saying you're going to be married by May and I feel like you might not have ever even discussed it with Daniel. I feel like I would need to talk to KFC and be like, hey, how how legal is this? Is this legally binding? Oh, it's legal. It's all legit. A real wedding, real, real colonel signing it off. You are listening to Lawson and Amy... Unscripted. We've got some celeb news for you this morning. Celebrity news. I hope everyone likes our new intro. We worked very hard on that one for this segment. Very. So Taylor Swift will be playing at the Melbourne Cup. How does a Melbourne Cup get so many A-list celebrities? Because they because there's so much money in it. That's why. I think it's around. One million dollars. Something crazy like that for about two songs. That's how much she's making. You're a big deal if you can be paid a million bucks and sing just two of your songs. And not even her old songs. It's going to be new songs that she's playing. So you need to study up on your TT swizzle if you're going to want to be across those songs. But isn't there a big uproar about this as well? Aren't people upset about it? Yes. So obviously, Nup to the Cup is a Big movement. Hashtag nup to the cup. Hashtag nup to the cup. The way they treat the horses, it's it's not cool. And people are very vocal about that. Oh, definitely. I mean, they if a horse goes down, they bring out the curtain and put it down on the spot. Every year, horses die. Uh, yeah. It's something that now everyone's very aware of and everyone's very vocal about their opinion. The thing is, is Taylor Swift has never been vocal about animal cruelty, mm-hmm. or that's something she's never taken a stand for publicly. Yet everyone's really upset that Taylor Swift has taken this and is supporting a publication I saw, be- I believe, called it Melbourne's Horse Torturing Carnival. Uh, and they're saying that if she loves her cats, she wouldn't do this job. Oh, this, yeah, okay. I can 
I see where they're coming from, but that's a real, that's a stretch, isn't it? If she loved her cats, she... I bet the person who wrote that article, if you said to them, hey, uh, got a million bucks for you here, if you could just sing two songs, would you turn that down? Uh, No, you would not. Exactly. Someone else would have very easily taken this job, been paid the same amount of money, and once again, it's not something that Taylor has a responsibility to stand for. She's never publicly stood for it before. Sure, if she had been someone that had come out in the past and was really passionate about this cause, then you can say, hey, you're a hypocrite. But it's kind of unfair to expect her to stand for everything Mm, and to line up with your beliefs. And Sam Smith last year performed at the Melbourne Cup and there was absolutely no no comment on that. There was no controversy. So you can't pick and choose when you're going to be offended by things. Oh, no, you definitely can. People pick and choose when they want to be offended all the time. Uh, Most of the time they choose every day, all the time, time in, time out. I'm just going to be offended by everything, which is ridiculous. But speaking of Sam Smith, let's move on to our next great segue, by the way, because I also want to talk about... Of Sam Smith in our celebrity news. Look at us go. <laughs> so Sam Smith has come out and uh, said that he uh, his pronouns, uh, he's giving his pronouns, they are now they and them. So that's how we need to address them, which is, it can be a really hard thing, especially if you are used to only uh, uh, him he and her, she, that it can often be uh, a little harder or just to get in the habit of saying they and them. But as long as you're on the right track and continue to correct yourself and whatnot, I believe, you know, it's fine. The problem with it is the news, all of the news uh, papers have written the story about them, about Sam Smith, but have used his and him throughout the entire article. Yeah, that's so disheartening. As you said, it's something that's so ingrained in mm-hmm. us and it's so hard to correct. Yeah. And people who generally change their pronouns understand that. But when it is a written publication, you have the opportunity to review that and correct that. So I don't think it's an honest mistake. I think it's just people being careless and that's really disheartening also pat on the back to sam smith for coming out and being so brave with that you are listening to lawson and amy unscripted right now at the moment there's a a little bit of a scare going on in the usa with quite a few deaths in relation to vaping Uh, it is has been known well believed, it's probably the correct word, to be a lot healthier than smoking cigarettes. But lately, uh, there are a lot of people going into the hospitals and a lot of deaths, and they can't seem to work out what it is that is actually killing them. There's a young teenager, uh, uh, sorry, he's in his 20s, and he now has the lungs of a 70-year-old man. He said he'd never been in as much pain as that. Now, that's not the story. The story is that now... Trump is wanting to ban flavoured vapes altogether. Get rid of them. I never thought I would see the day that I said this, but I kind of almost agree with Trump on banning it. Why? Just because vapes are a fairly new thing, 
and now there are deaths surrounding it and we don't understand why they're happening. We just don't know enough about vapes as it is. They're a fairly new thing and we don't really know what the long-term effects of them are because they haven't been around long enough for us to discover what effects they do have and how they can affect our bodies. Good point. But by banning them altogether, what you're doing is creating a market a black market where then people can just put in whatever they want into their vape juice instead of it actually being regulated. So potentially you have this sort of funnel that by banning it all because there are some deaths, you're going to end up with more deaths and more danger because people aren't going to stop vaping. So I think it's kind of silly to sit back and say, well, all these deaths, we we better just stop it all together instead of trying to put money towards funding and research. But it was interesting. It did get me thinking because Trump, he wants to ban it. He's talking to the FDA about having them take them off the market completely because of these deaths. Now, this is an odd stance to take for him, I feel, because what happened to a good guy with a vape will save a bad guy with a vape? Like, what, a couple of people have died and I and I understand that they're a bit um, frightened of how and why this is happening, yet immediately, well, this is happening, people are dying, let's ban it all together. And yet people are being killed every single day in America because of guns, and the first idea is not banning it. Oh, no, 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 it's not the gun killing people, it's the person with the gun. That is actually... Such a good point. I didn't even think of that. A handful of deaths mm. via vape is enough mm. to ban them all together, but hundreds and hundreds of deaths. Massacres. Not deaths. Hundreds and hundreds of massacres. Yeah. And they're like, oh, no, no, let's not ban it. I don't think it's the gun. Let's ban vapes instead. The time and effort that they would put into passing the legislation and enforcing it Apply that to making stronger gun laws. This is so ridiculously stupid. I started off saying I could kind of see where Trump's coming from. I'm glad you sorted me straight because I'm, I'm mad at him again. Well, you turned, you Everything's turned. right. Right, okay. I'm mad at him. So wait, your first opinion was you kind of, you think it's a good idea to ban them, which I think it is. I yeah. think you're afraid of it. But now you've flipped because he's not banning guns. Because it, this time and effort should be spent on guns, Yeah. You, it's such, it's just such a double standard. Yeah. You can't be like, oop, a few deaths happened. We ban that, but I'm just gonna completely put my blinders up and put my fingers in my ear and go, la 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 la. Guns are not a problem. It's not my problem. Okay. Well, maybe it's because guns make a whole lot more money than the vapes. But yeah. hey, look, it's uh, once again, this is just Amy and I's opinions. You're so cool when you vape, aren't you? Don't you? No, no, no. <laughs> You are listening to Lawson and Amy Unscripted. We are playing this. Guess the lyric. That's it? That's all you got this week? That's all I got this week. I thought I'd go the other way. But I know we put a little razzle-dazzle. I thought I'd go simple. Simplistic. Yeah. Fair enough. How did you, how did you find it? I'll rate that one. A one? Yeah, a one out of ten. <laughs> You'll rate that one. <laughs> And that's generous at that. Wow, okay. 
Someone's got up on the wrong side of the bed this morning. So we are playing Guess the Lyric, the game where we play a part of a song, stop it, and then the other person has to try and guess what the next lyric is. If you are a long-time listener of this show, you know that I suck at this game, but we shall see how it goes. Amy, are you ready? I am ready. Oh no. <laughs> Strawberry kisses that duh from you to me. Wait, so let me just play the back end of that for you. This is one of those things mm. where I just sing made up words. Yeah, well, that's me every single song, so welcome. From you to to me. I'll play you that just uh, ahead of time so you don't think you're right. Here it is. You were close though. I still don't know what the actual words are. Fly through the wind. Fly through the wind. Yeah, no. From you to me. Five-year-old me is so disappointed in 23-year-old me right now. Lawson, here is your first song. These boys, like these girls, like these girls, like these boys. Boys was just something about Ferraris. (laughs) Bit overambitious there, but... Let's listen to the answer. I think what you gave was more than enough. Okay. No. No, because I started with, like, these boys like these girls, so... I thought you had that one. I really thought you had it. No, not a chance. Nobody listening is surprised. Don't go chasing waterfalls. Stick to the valleys and the rivers you're used to. Rivers and the what? You said stick to the valleys and the rivers that you're used yes. to. And it said the answer is stick to the rivers and the lakes. Uh, do you know what I've realized? That we both suck? That. And I can't just verbalize the lyrics normally i have to sing them like i couldn't just sit there and say it well i also just can't verbalize the lyrics full stop, full stop. <laughs> yeah end it there lawson this is your and second song oh man it's always just getting it started though Okay. I don't know. I'm just going to give myself this. I hate this <laughs> And the answer for those playing along at home is... Uh. It's never easy to walk away. Let her go. It'll be alright. Sometimes this game, I just... I just hate it. 
Been working at a convenience store. Let's have a look. Hey! So now the score is one. Amy Lawson, zero. Okay. Here we go. Last one. I'll be riding shotgun underneath the hot sun, feeling like a someone. I'll be riding shotgun underneath the hot sun. And underneath the hot sun, feeling like a someone. I'll give it to you. Yes! <laughs> like looking over the desk desperately. That means it's a draw. We're both fantastic, excellent. There's, you know, we both had fun, and <laughs> we don't have a tiebreaker. So that's it, guys. That's yeah. it. It's a tie. I really hate that. It's just, I feel empty when there's no end, no winner or loser. Fair enough. Although this is probably for the best, because whoever loses is just in a foul mood for the rest of the show. You are listening to Lawson and Amy. Unscripted. Welcome to Casey Radio's Clickbait News. I am your news anchor, Amy Wadsworth, and I'm here with my co-host, Lawson Reeves. This is the segment where we read out three clickbaity news, if you could call it news, headlines, and you get to pick one of them to click on and find out what it's all about. Lawson, are you ready for your three headlines for this week? I'm always ready. Born ready. First cab off the rank. Mum marries tree in front of family and plans to change her name. Family tree. Okay. Story number two. Roller coaster hero makes one hell of a catch. Mm-hmm. Story number three. A Melbourne ice addict dresses up as a cop and raided another drug user's house. <laughs> that one sounds so good, I think. It kind of does feel like you explained it. In, in the, the title. title though, Let me just in... say this. If I were you, I would probably go for another story, but uh, no pressure. Oh, no pressure. Okay. Marrying a tree or roller coaster catch. I think I'm going to go with... Let me just... I reckon I'm going to pick the family tree. Uh, let me just hang on. There we go. <laughs> It's me clicking on it. So over in the UK, <laughs> are you done? I really thought that that sound bite would be a lot more than just a click of a mouse. I could have just grabbed the mouse and clicked it. <laughs> Whoopsie, shouldn't have done that. Okay, yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready. Sorry. <laughs> Go on. Okay. So over in the UK, a 34-year-old mum married an elder tree in front of her family and is planning to legally change her name to Elder. She has a boyfriend who says he's completely fine with it. The reason she is doing this is to protest a bypass that is going to be built through the Primrose Valley. Okay, so is there it, it's it, is it legally binding to marry a tree or it's more just like a show? 
Well, she's legally changing her last name, but I don't think it's... There's any... What's the word I want? I'm trying to think of legal terms here. <laughs> Good luck. Any jurisdiction on Marion so, trees? So I don't think there's any... So her plan is not like she's going to marry the tree and then fight and say, you can't cut down my partner's... She's not going to uh, consummate the wedding, though, so it can't be a real marriage. You don't know. I don't know. That's true. Have you, have you heard about ecosexuals? I have heard about ecosexuals, actually. They're out there. Ecosexuals, for those who don't know, are people who believe having sex with the planet is going to save it. You are listening to Lawson and Amy. Unscripted. Lawson. Today is Taco Tuesday. Delicious! The best day of the week. But for those of you listening at home, if you're sick of having the same old chicken or beef, <sighs> or if you're fancy, pork tacos, <sighs> Yawn. have we got a story to inspire you. In the USA, of course, there was a man who was in a terrible motorcycle accident and his foot was smashed up to the point where he would never walk on it again. The doctors asked him if he would like to have his foot amputated, and he asked one single question. Can I keep it? What, the foot? The foot. He like wanted to on? keep his foot. Well, I would Not too. keep it. Oh, oh. They cut it off. Oh, how? And he gets to take his own foot, Wait. which they said yes. Well, when you said to keep it, I'm like, yeah, I'm pretty sure, I feel like I would say the same thing. Yep, I would like to keep my foot attached. No, he didn't want the foot attached. He just wanted the amputated foot to be his own foot uh, that he could take with him and keep. Now, just you wait until the reasoning behind why he wanted to take his own foot home. He proceeded to invite his friends around to uh, taste his flesh. Wait, did... Did they know that he, they were tasting his flesh? Yes. Oh, wait. they all came over for a foot taco party. That is disgusting. <laughs> it is. The thing is, is I've always wondered what human flesh would taste like. I think Whoa, I would. Whoa! Can we just pause for a second, psychopath? What do you mean? You've always wondered what flesh would taste like. You haven't wondered what we would taste like? No, no, I haven't. Really? Although, funny you say that, because yesterday I was looking at my skin and I thought, I wonder if human skin crackles like pork. <laughs> yeah, but I'm the psychopath. Yeah, you, sure. yeah, you're the psycho. Well, they cooked up the foot, they made themselves some tacos, and apparently it didn't taste very good. Oh, there wow. Was a, there was a quote here saying, one of my friends had to spit me into a napkin. Was that before or after they had dinner? Breakfast radio, Lawson. <laughs> Breakfast radio. PG. I meant the food. Um, I honestly think I would partake in this. I no. I kind of want an invite. Uh, no, I think this is highly illegal. I don't think you can just go around willy-nilly eating yourself. The United States doesn't have a federal law banning cannibalism, and it's not... Does this count as cannibalism? Yes. Yeah, I guess it is. What do you mean, does this count as cannibalism? But they didn't murder someone to eat them. They ethically consumed human flesh. And it makes me wonder if there are other people out there like me, given the chance, would you take up an opportunity to ethically taste human flesh? Five, double nine, double six, nine, double seven. 
Give us a call if you would try human flesh ethically, of course. Tell me I'm not alone, please. If, quick question, if it's also not illegal, I'd find, I think it is, if it is not illegal in Australia to also do this and I can source you somebody's flesh, will you eat it? Well, it depends what on, on what circumstance. See, this foot is fine for consumption because it wasn't a diseased foot. It's not like they had gangrene or something and they had to cut the foot off. I'm not going to get you a diseased foot. I'll get you a nice piece of flesh, probably, you know, delicious. How are you going to source this flesh? I haven't thought about it yet. I've just come up with the idea live on radio because I heard that you said you want to eat human flesh. Hey, look, if you could find me ethically sourced human flesh and it's not illegal in our country, sure. I mean, All right. I highly doubt this is going to come to fruition. Speaking of taste tests, though, I do have some delectable Tim Tams that I did tell you last week I was going to bring in. We're going to mix them up. We're going to see if I can tell the difference between the home brand Tim Tams and the OG Tim Tams. This will be happening during the break, so make sure you head on over to Lawson and Amy on Instagram to see the video. After this break, we will report back to you and let you know what our findings were. You are listening to Lawson and Amy. Unscripted. Now, we have returned from our Tim Tam test. Uh, We did film it. We've chucked it up. or We will chuck it up on our socials, Lawson and Amy. Yes. So, for those of you who didn't tune in last week, I had a controversial opinion. I thought that the LD home brand Tim Tams were better than the OGs. Lawson, you had not tasted them. So I brought in the Tim Tams today for a taste test and tell me, what is the verdict? Well, firstly, you're incorrect. There is definitely a difference in taste, but the Tim Tam just, you just cannot beat it, I don't think. There's just something about it. I knew straight away, eating the non-Tim Tam, that I just wasn't dealing. I was was eating a rip-off. And just to prove that you also do not know the difference, Amy closed her eyes and I gave her first a Tim Tam. Normal Tim Tam. Then she asked for the next one. Just gave her another Tim Tam. Gave her two Tim Tams. She took the first bite of the second one. I was like, oh, geez, this is going to be a lot harder than I thought. You cheated. Essentially, <laughs> you cheated. And you still had a guess. You, could, you thought there was a difference. <sighs> Also, yeah. we now have a whole bunch of uneaten Tim Tams with just one bite out of mm. them. If you are interested, I'm going to put them up on eBay and you can buy <laughs> our half-eaten Tim Tams. No one is going to buy a half-eaten Tim Tam from anybody, You know what? We'll see. All right. We shall see. If you are out there, please buy them, even if it's like for five cents, just... So I can say that I was right. If you buy them, Amy will also throw in a photo of her feet. Yep. You know what? If it means that I get to say that I'm right, I will do it. I have really ugly feet, but I mean, everyone has an audience out there. Has anyone hit you up? Uh, Now you are an influencer going to restaurants and cafes for free. Has anyone hit you up for a feet photo yet? Sadly, no. So I'm not. I'm not on that no, level yet. No. I think that's that's next level. The next one, next tier up. Next tier of influencer success is feet pick. Feet picks. <laughs> Some odd people in the world, but look, each to their own. It's fine. Now, Amy, you very often call me a Grinch on this show. Yeah, and it's because 
I have. You're an a op- Grinch. No, it's not. It's because I have an opinion on a lot of things all the time. Mo- mo- mostly that are meant to be happy. Like I, you know, I'm not the biggest fan of Christmas, which is where the Grinch came from. Quickly, guys, there's only a hundred days till Christmas. Oh, cool. You're welcome. Wow. Continue. So. The other day, firstly, I just want to ask you, you ever go get ice cream? Yes. Yeah, cool. And like in your mind, when you're thinking about ice cream and going to the store, it's meant to be a positive, happy, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory type experience. Of course. I mean, how can you be mad when you're getting ice cream? It's an ice cream store. It's meant to be fun. Well, I went to an ice cream store that normally has a line out the door. It's like a nightclub, the slide out the door. So I never go. But I walk past, not one person in there. So I thought I'd take advantage of it, quickly scoop my way in, looking through all the ice cream flavors, see one I don't know what it is. And so I just asked the lady, oh, sorry, what's in this one? Flavors from the board. <gasps> I was like, oh, oh, okay. And I'm trying to find on the board where the one is that she, that find it, read it, whatnot. This... Ice cream lady ruined my day out at the ice cream shop. I was very excited to go in there because it's a big. It's one of those big ones that people love going to. I'm tempted to say I may never go back. Miserable. She was miserable. She were she she was having a bad day. I get it, but but don't take away from all the other people who want to come in and get ice cream. It's illegal to have a bad day when you work in an ice cream store. Yes. You can't not be happy. It's just a rule. It's like working at Disneyland. Mm. Your job is to be happy and is to create a magical experience. It reminds me, I once, we used to have a magic shop in Melbourne and I once went in just having a look at all the magic that's in there. Dad came in with his son who was probably about five. He wanted a magic trick. The magic trick he wanted, the lady who owned the store would not sell it to him. Said, uh, which, which made the little boy cry. Now the little boy's crying and she said, sorry, I'm a magician first and a business lady second. I'm not selling that trick to your kid. And he, and he's like, thanks a lot. You've just ruined magic for him. Was this little kid you? No, <laughs> no it wasn't. Was this last week? <laughs> no, no, it wasn't. And I just, there, there's an easier way to go about things, especially when you're dealing with magic or ice cream. Well, they kind of fit in the same category. They're both mystical and wonderful and make you feel good. But, you know, have a little happiness about you you have a responsibility yeah yeah you know not all superheroes wear capes going back to ice cream just quickly mm, please what's your favorite flavor what's your flavor oh tell me what's your flavor Ooh. uh well i don't know sometimes you know what I, I reckon i do something that not many people do i'll get like a cream based one and a sorbet like, Ooh, controversial. I know, like last, I got a Hokey Pokey. Hokey Pokey's my favorite flavor, although this store didn't do it justice and it wasn't Hokey Pokey, but look, not not neither here nor there. And then I got passion fruit sorbet on top of it. Uh-uh, nah, can't I don't do mix that. them. What do you mean? I eat no, that's this. that's so wrong. Nah. That's the, so wrong. The fruit one has to go on top though, because otherwise you get cream in your, mel- in your, in your um, fruit one. But it's a sorbet on top, eat that nice and refreshing, then finish with like something creamy or chocolatey or something. Mm-mm. I'm not a fan of that. But I feel like my ice cream flavor preference is also controversial. Yes. I'm a licorice ice cream oh kind of Oh, my gee. I, I, of course you are. Give it a go. No. Don't knock it before you've tried it. Are you, are you a big fan of licorice? Like, do you like that salty? Oh, I love licorice. Have you, have you had that, like, salty Danish licorice or Ooh, whatever it's called? No, that's not good. Aniseed something? Or I can't remember. 
Anyway, Lawson. We're done. That's it. We did it. We made it. Let's get out of here. Oh, thank you very much for tuning in. Once again, I just want to recap on the Are You Okay? You don't have to have a special day to say, Are You Okay? Ask one of your friends, a family. Reach out to your friends and family and just see how they're going any old day. We are wishing you all a glorious Tuesday. Thank you so much for joining us on air if you are listening live. And if you're on the podcast, I hope you're having a glorious whatever day you're listening. All right. See you next Tuesday. Bye.